Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, they hear me now. Okay, they got me. Now let's figure out everyone else. Welcome back to Tuesday Night Carplay Games. We are here with Actoon Cthulhu. Everybody else, say something. Something. Ah, we've got audio. Yay! Uh, welcome back to Tuesday Night. This is the second week for our special Winter of Fear preview. Uh, big thanks to Medifius for reaching out to Garblad Games and asking us to uh, preview the upcoming campaign Forest of Fear, which is set uh, late World War II uh, in and around the Battle of the Bulge. So we are going to be doing six weeks of this. We've done week one so far. Uh, Modifius has been also very generous and given us prizes for every week. And I'll tell you this right now, the prizes escalate and get crazier and crazier every week. So we'll be giving away a prize sometime during the stream for everybody who's joining us live. And uh, yeah, when this is done, we're going back to Act 2 and Cthulhu, Shadows of Atlantis. So people who are looking for that, tuning in for that, it will be back. But it'll most likely be in the new year, seeing how this is going to take us almost to the hall, to Christmas. So... With that out of the way, let's get to the round table and have everybody introduce their characters, remind everybody who you're playing. We're going to go in order of the overlay. So first up is Jonathan Morris. Hello, I'm now Master Sergeant Jonathan Morris, just an old career soldier, been around in the dirt of all this for many years. The reports of my death were exaggerated. Powers of B decided to give me an experimental blood transfusion. Now, you know... The others here are some of the best and brightest we've got around. I'm just a blunt instrument that blocks bullets with my face, and that's useful sometimes. Also, I have an adorable little moment named Gregor. So smart. First in his class. We both miss our friend Pavel, but, you know, we're moving forward. It's okay. It's okay. Stop! Stop smoking, Gregor. Come on! <laughs> what, what word did he learn last time? Marble. Marble. <laughs> marble. <laughs> yes, well, speaking of marbles, uh, Sergeant Roger Marple uh, is next up. Tell us about Roger, please. Um, Not Sergeant. I play Roger Marple. And of course, you can call me Roger Marple. Um, where am I from? I, I, is, I am from the people. There has only ever been the people. There will for always be the people from thence um i came uh, the people hail from the northern parts of the appalachians uh, my grandfather trent traveled tasked one may say with starting the blessed people to bring back the nameless one he broke from from the star the starry uh, something or other i can't i can't recall he brought with him only a small metal box i've been tasked by my people by the people i should say to find the artifacts for you know cultural um what you say conservation my tasks have taken me to many different places i have been to the u.s i've been to canada i've been to iceland i've been to england and now we find ourselves in germany you know, once once I I chose to walk a different path, but was reminded that I must not stray from it. A heavy price was paid for my for my insolence. Very well. Very well. 
Yeah, some some people were connecting some dots yeah, last week with uh, Roger. I can't wait to see when those dots are finally connected and what's going to happen. Uh, Major Harry Hammer is up next, and he was one of those individuals connecting some dots. That's right. I'm Major Harry Hammer. I'm here to tell you, there's something about that Roger Marple. I, I know I've heard that name before. It's going to come to me, but we'll get back to Roger at some point. Me? I'm just a... Uh, just a good old-fashioned engineer. Sure, some people call me a mechanical genius, a boffin. But me, I'm just, uh, I just like to get, get my hands in, tinker. I'm a husband, a father, a soldier. Until, uh, and until those bloody knocked wolf commandos decided to pull me back into the war, I was quite content to just reverse engineer their technology. But they busted me up pretty good, so I... Use some of that uh, reverse-engineered bio-augmentation. My team put me back together. Faster, stronger than I was before. Now my family are back in Massachusetts with Majestic, and I'm ready to cut loose and punch some Nazis. Hell yeah. Uh, next up is the leader of this outfit, uh, Archibald Cottenham. Yes, yes. Yes, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Sir Archibald Cottingham, a veteran of the Great War, uh, war to end all wars. That is what they said, at least. But they were wrong, as I told them they would be. And yet here we are again with another great war. Will it be greater than the first great war? Who knows? In 20 years, 30 years, perhaps another war, the greatest war, might unfold. And if I am fortunate enough to be living, breathing, then, then I will return. As one does for glory, for king, for country. Not necessarily in that order. Yes, yes, you see, I was knighted. No. And then he'll go off and pontificate <laughs> for about 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, you are a sir. I forgot that. Yes, yes. Knighted by King George himself. Yes. Indeed. Uh, oh, something. Ne never let anybody forget it. Yes. No, uh, never, never. I earned that, sir. Thank you. Uh, and next up is a river bee in a long line of river bees. Mm. Yes, I'm playing Lily Riverbee. She is uh, a British woman in like maybe her mid 20s. Looks like Kate Beckinsale. She's a little more rugged. Um, she was in med school previously, but was having dreams when her after her brother went to the war. And she never heard from him, never got letters, never received anything. And it was kind of making her more and more curious. And being from a wealthy family, she decided to steal or take, whatever you want to say, borrow a lump sum and go searching for him at the war. And now she's been kind of a resistance fighter with Princess Peaches, her King Charles Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> Princess Peach. All right. So... What happened last week? Whew, we started this off. So it is November 1944. You are in the Ardennes. You are there right now. It is believed that the, the Germans are no longer going to push this offen offensive. So the American troops, after taking heavy casualties, have been just kind of recuperating and hanging back. And um, things have just kind of been a mess here so there's reports of german troops that are sneaking behind lines they're wearing 
uh, U.S. uniforms, which you encountered in last week. But you guys are sent by Strang on a mission to go out and meet up with a member of the local resistance, uh, one Mr. Gaston Moreau. You were to meet with him near an old beech tree uh, that was destroyed by a bolt of lightning. Um, so on the way there, you did run into some uh, American troops who turned out to be Germans in disguise. You end up killing them. And did you bury them? In the snow? What did you do? You like stopped the bleeding. It was really weird, but very smart. Um, <laughs> River B. Uh, but you killed them. You met up with Gaston Moreau. He led you to a nearby town, a village of our day. There you were taken to the Black Boar Tavern, where you were given some cheese and wine, and you're kind of filled in on the situation of what's going on here. The Germans have been uh, in the forest for a couple years now. There's reports of people have gone missing. There's reports of um experiments uh the knocked wolf and the and black sun are working together and you guys know that they are sworn enemies they hate each other so it's very unusual that the two factions are working together here in this region and from there you were taken to a small farm fer dubois or ferme dubois i don't know how to pronounce farm in french where uh his friend marcel babineau was also waiting for you and um yeah that was that was session one, I believe. Did I miss anything? That covers everything, doesn't it? I think it pretty much covers it, yep. Yes, the Blasted Oak. That was the name of it. Uh, so, yeah, we'll pick up where we left off. You guys are at this farm, Ferme Dubois. You've been here for a few days. Uh, a few days, um, shortly after you arrived, um, Gaston... Moreau said he needed to leave to take care of some business and left you with uh, Mr. Babineau and said he would be back. He did tell you there is a um, radio on the premise, so you can reach out to Strang uh, if need be. But it was also advised that um, any radio communications are being monitored, so you should keep them to a minimum and everything very vague that you send over there. So you do have you do have a line to command out here. Um, so we'll say that you've reported back that you've made your way here. You've been settled in. You were, oh, there was, oh, 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 actually, you were told you would be guarded by the force. You didn't need to be worried. You didn't need to worry that the Germans would find you. What happened? What happened, Roger Marple, with that? Tell me about that. Uh, we we talked to some, we talked to some woods. They gave him a little blood. Um <laughs> They told us they'd uh, watch our back. I came back, let everybody know they didn't believe me. I went to bed. That's right. But you were told that the the lady of the forest was watching you, right? Lady of the meadow. Yeah. The lady of the meadow, and no bad would come to you. No harm yep. would come to you. It was with the lady of the glade. Oh, lady of the glade. Thank you. Good notes. It's in, it's in my notes. Yes. Excellent notes. So Archibald takes unrivaled notes. The lady of the glade, because you were told of these 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 druids that live in these woods, and you were a little worried about them because you did see some weird tracks on the mm -hmm. way out here. The Arduri um, is their name, so you know that they are in this area, and you're kind of you have some assumptions that maybe uh, Mister Moreau has some ties to them. 
you're kind of trying to figure that out as well. But Gaston has taken off. He has uh, said he will be back in a few days and to make yourselves at home. And uh, Mr. Babineau has been looking after you. Is there anything in particular in the downtime that you would want to do or prepare? You don't really have any weapons here. You're told there are civilian clothes here for you, winter clothes as well. And there are a few weapons, but it's nothing outside of what you're already given. It's all British-issued rifles and, and pistols. Um, I would have woken with the with the morning sun and gone outside, uh, dug a wee hole uh, into the ground, um, put a little bit of uh, of uh, food and a little bit of water, spat into it, covered it up, said a couple of things, and uh, gone back inside. Okay. And Harry would have been standing at the door watching Roger do this the entire time, thinking to himself. There's something about this Roger guy. I don't know what it is, but he definitely gets my hackles up. <laughs> Roger. Who is this Roger? You're talking about Maple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raj Maple. Yes, 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 yes. Very strange one that always wanting dirt. Very confusing. Hey, I I'm used to arcanists, I mean, and occultists. I, my my brother-in-law and my wife, they're both into the hoodoo. Pavel, I mean, he mm. could do some amazing things. And my wife is no slouch either, but there's something else about this Roger. I, it's not the magic that gets under my skin. There's something else about him. I, it's just tickling the back of my head. Yes, yes. Liability, you think? Oh, no. Well, I don't know. Could be. Hard to say. Hard to say, Lieutenant Colonel. Uh, but I got assigned to the team for a reason, so I suppose we got to give him the benefit of a doubt. For now, but I trust your judgment, Major Hammer. Uh, you think he needs to be cut out of the team? We have to move in different directions, then so be it. It's not a problem, sir. Mission first. Poor Roger. We'll have to find. We'll have to find a backup somewhere. <laughs> Perhaps that something. marmint seems very capable. First in his class. I believe what? it. <laughs> We're gonna see some PvP in this campaign. All right. So after a few days' time. Um, Gaston does return and he brings with him this time he is um, he's riding a horse back and it is dragging behind him a sleigh with some crates on it, which he goes and takes out to the barn and stores them in there before he comes back in here, puts the horse in the barn a stable as well, comes back and um, he requests that all of you gather at the table as he's got some information, and some leads that he'd like you to look into. I'll send Peaches out to go bark at anybody <laughs> while we're out here or looking right. at the stuff. He goes, uh, I have some intel that the Black Sun are pulling out of Outpost 13, which is a remote archaeological site on the fringes of the forest, not too far from here. My people say there's skeleton force and we should uh, get in there and see what they've been up to. 
Ah. Oh, Gaston, that sounds like a pretty good plan to me. Do you know what the disposition of the troops are that are left behind? And do we have uh, confirmation that the actual main force of their uh, troops have actually pulled off and aren't simply trying to lay an ambush for likely resistance fighters who may see this as an opportunity? What my people have told me, it is uh, pretty bare. They have been uh, trucking everything out of there. And there's maybe 20 men that are currently left at the site. Uh, it, it was uh, supported by Black Sun and Knocked Wolf for quite some time, but they seem to be uh, just abandoning the site. Uh, men have been trucked out. Crates and crates of whatever they've been digging up underground have also been leaving. And I'm told that the last one will be leaving later today. What do you think, Nothing. Lieutenant Colonel? Are we aware of what it is that they're digging into the ground? Do you have any information? We do not know. There are some. They use some strange machines uh, that the Knocked Wolf have designed, and uh, they they plowed and bulldozed and cleared the forest, and everything around there, and dug up mounds of huge, massive mounds of dirt, and they reinforced with concrete uh, this opening that they that they dug into the ground, and there's all sorts of strange symbols uh, around this 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 uh, reinforcement. We don't know what it is, but it is obviously of importance to them. Again, the Knocked Wolf and the Black Sun have been working together. It's a Black Sun site. They seem to be operating, but the Knocked Wolf helped them get it to up and operational. Symbols, you say, of the occult variety. Uh, I, I would assume so. I do not recognize them. Uh, I mean, Mr. Marple will be of use. I'm going to say it's what 50. they mean. Uh, Marple, yes, yes. Um, do you have examples of these? Anything that I can... I, can, I, can I have at? not seen them myself. You would have to go see them uh, with your own eyes. All I can report back is numbers are dwindling. I am told there's maybe one commander left on site. Uh, most of Black Sun troops have left. And uh, you should just be, like I said, maybe 20 infantry at most. Under these current conditions, what's it? How long is it going to take us to get there? Oh, it should take you about five, six hours to get there on foot. There are roads, but they were made by the uh, by the Germans themselves. They're pretty pockmarked, and uh, especially now in the winter, nothing but potholes and uh, not very easy to traverse. Also, they've cleared the forest surrounding this archaeological site, so there's a good ten yards. Um, of nothing between where the forest ends and where the fence around this site begins. So it might be a little difficult to get in there. Yeah, we won't, wouldn't want to take the roads anyway. Too much of an opportunity for to be spotted. Master Sergeant, do you have something to add? I mean, not to be like a negative Nancy or anything, I must say from previous experiences of going to these people's dig sites, it's probably 50-50. We're going to find some bodies that are all messed up and twisted, may or may not be monstrous. Maybe even part of why they're leaving is there's stuff there that they don't feel like messing with anymore. So I'm going to say like the 10 or 20 people that might be there might be the least of our problems. Wisdom. Wisdom from you. Not have expected it. I'm happy to hear it. I mean, a broken clock is right twice a day. Mm. Sergeant Morris is right. We did and under Operation Vanguard, we ran across 
some interesting things in one of these dig sites, but I still think it's a great opportunity. Miss Riverby, do you think you could uh, provide recon and get us there unseen? Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, Little find six. out what is going Little on spooky. and get any information or intel you can. And, uh, Daddy. and we go from there. Sorry, I had a visitor here at my door say, Daddy. <laughs> Distract me. I apologize. Yes, we go from there. Come back, report anything, get any information or intel that you can, find out what they're digging up, perhaps get samples of it and bring it back here, and it could further what uh, what is going on in the region. Lieutenant Colonel, do you uh, got any words before we head out? I do not. You are all professionals of the highest order. I will not insult you by micromanaging your affairs. It is visions. We have a long hike in front of us. Marple, are you going to be able to handle this? I heard you sneezing. You will. Say so now. Ah, the blasted horses. Ah, they're awful. Um... Uh, might 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 I might I have a, a few moments before we go and 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 um uh Master Sergeant Morris are um am I able to borrow your marmot? Are they any good at catching mice per se? I mean, hey buddy, do you feel like chasing some mice? It's not really something we normally do. Um. Um, Roger will reach into you know like his pack and grab a grab a couple of smokes and offer it to him. <laughs> oh God, come on! I'm trying to get him to quit. That all of you should be ashamed of yourselves. I haven't done anything to the marmot. I'm not, Thank I'm not you, ashamed. Lily. You're you're delightful and a wonderful person, and you have you know Princess is just obviously great, well trained and well taken care of. Mm -hmm. No mistakes. No smoking. No drinking. <sighs> A horrible parent. You think you would ask the dog for mice catching and not a marmot that probably runs <laughs> one mile an hour. Especially this one with the black lung. <laughs> that, uh, well, I'll tell you what, if uh, if he can't do it, then uh, I'll, uh, I'll ask your dog. Your, your mm, sure. Thank can I do either insight or first aid on Marple's sneezing to see if they're even real sneezes? Uh, sure. Or like this, you're gonna have to ask. Like, you're gonna have to ask Megan if this is these are real sneezes. But yes, you can roll, um, insight, observation. Okay. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Two successes. I'm gonna say, yeah, river be passed. So, Roger. Are you sneezing for real? Are you faking? What's going on here? You have, like, or he's reading you, like he's picking up. So is it? Are they real or fake? So they're they're totally real. Like you can slowly see, like the eyes starting to go red. And... But a horse allergy? Yeah, totally. Uh, Gaston, what's in the crates? Is that our the gear you said you were bringing? Oh, that reminds me. I've got some presents for you that were given from command. And he said, come outside. Uh, River B and uh, Morris. I have something for each of you. Hmm. 
Okay. He takes you up to the barn and he hauls out one of the crates and he cracks it open. And in there is this beautiful rifle. And he picks it up and he hands it to you. He goes, this is the experimental Beowulf Monster Slayer MK1 sniper rifle. They said to pass it along to you. Now it fires silently. And it does not use any ammunition, but it is very slow to fire. Hmm. But it makes no noise, and there's no muzzle flash when you shoot. And it has extremely long range. Well, generous gift, I must say. Oh, and very slow to reload. So make sure you have your shot lined up and you don't have enemy on top of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for Morris he goes oh this one's special for you and he cracks open another crate and inside is your blue flam- flamange flamblange what was it the flamboche uh, yeah that's it he goes oh are you kidding it's this is like Christmas is this what I think it is a sword I do not know. They said it's special for you and that you would recognize it. Harry looks over and he's like, Sergeant Morris, just remember, make sure you're far downrange if you pull that thing out. I got you. I understand. I understand. Look, I'm I'm a responsible grown man. I know not to play with this toy unless I absolutely need to. I will also say I really want to hustle to this place as soon as possible. I'm so excited. Let's move out and draw fire then, troops. Miss Riverby, you're on point. Yes, I will uh, be far clear from the responsible marmot-smoking carrier. (laughs) Yeah. And I will say, um, this thing is great, you know, chopping up supernatural things. It does sometimes, you know, if you pull it, it kind of makes you... Sometimes, maybe, it's good to stay out of reach. I'll try not to use it unless I need to. Turns him into an absolute madman. Kills everything in sight, including friends and foes alike. But he gets snapped out of it. He's fine. Sergeant Morris is a hard-charging soldier. If anybody can handle it, it's him. How does um, one snap him out of this rage? Knock him unconscious. Take the sword away from him. Oh, yes. Of course. Okay. Yeah, Never happened on. yet. Usually I just kill everything until I'm tired. That's true, too. Best mm. to just stay away from him and let him, well, you know, work out his aggression. A very American. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Who are uh, airborne? <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel. <laughs> A very American. <laughs> That's true. Uh, okay. Let us set out on our journey to outpost 13 in the cold snow are you guys wearing do you want to wear your uniforms do you want to wear civilian clothes how do you want to approach this go in civvies yeah i mean lily always wears civilian stuff she doesn't have a uniform so i'm just your typical civilian with a sword and shield but uh harry does have his uh flak vest under his coat uh, and does keep his knocked wolf mask with him so he can put it on if need, need be for the uh, uh, telescopic abilities and, and uh, night vision. Gotcha. Marble, are you finished? Are you ready? 
Marple, Maple, Marple. So did um did uh, uh Greg did Gregor give me a, a mouse? Yes. Did he go and give it to me? Was he? Of true? course. As is first in his glass, so I hear. Yes. <laughs> Because uh, I, 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 I can, I can uh, just, just give me, give me about 10, 10 15 minutes. Um, so I'm gonna... going to, going to eat that thing. We have rations. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to read its entrails, you fool. And I beg your pardon. There you go. You're going to, yeah. um, going to use a fortune point to create a truth that um, uh, I can by sacrificing small. Uh, mammals to uh, the forest gods. Um, they will. They will grant me uh, limited correspondence. So I go out there and and you know eyes roll back and and I take my my blade from my belt and I slit slit this poor mouse who's like wiggling in my arms from chin to tail and display his like quivering body as it bleeds across my hands and I. I uh, take out his his entrails and like smear them across a tree and speak in in what would appear to be gibberish, asking um, or or giving this gift to the forest um, to uh, to allow some limited correspondence in our in our scary um, journey ahead. Okay. <laughs> Sard Morris, do you ever see Pavel eviscerate small furry animals to do his magic? Because this this maple guy is beginning to concern me a little bit. I mean, I'm starting to think maybe Pavel was like the exception. I haven't really met many people. Okay, I've known two people that did weird stuff that didn't, you know... Actually, no, that's not true. My other friend that I knew that did it, he usually had a lot of blood around him, but not to learn how to do it. He just squished people into little balls of meat. That's never mind. It's not that weird to me. No, it's just most magic is terrible from what I've seen. All right. Well, Zard Morris, obviously you're Roger Marple's protection. I mean, we need him. Probably. So, yeah, you're right. I got it. Make sure you stay nice and close, especially when you draw that weapon. Onward. Tell you uh, something. <laughs> Tell you something. All right. So you guys set on out for your mission. We're going to say... <clears throat> that is pretty uneventful on your way there. We're not going to make you roll to get there. You guys traverse through the forests. It's cold. It's freezing. You get turned around a few times, but you don't encounter any enemies or friendlies along the way. You stick to the forests. You avoid the roads, uh, what roads there are. There's a lot of makeshift roads out here in the forest um, that have been set up. Uh, some of them are covered in snow and have not been used for what appears to be months maybe longer, and others have fresh tracks on them. The ones with the fresh tracks seem to be heading in the direction that you're going. But after some time, you do make your way, and as you're making your way through the forest, you can see up ahead a clearing. and You can make out in that clearing 
Uh, there seems to be some buildings, a few buildings. There's a watchtower. There is um, barbed wire that's been just kind of like bunched up, like brambles of barbed wire all the way around this site from what you can see. Bales of it. Uh, I'll show you guys a map of what you're looking at and you can get an idea here. So you're going to be on the perimeter somewhere in this forest. So what you're looking at is number one on that map is the bundles of barbed wire. Uh, four, you can see some some huts that have been made. It looks like they're made of corrugated uh, steel and have been painted with um, with camouflage. Three in that on that map is a smaller building and you can hear a even though you're you're like I said you're about 10 yards out you can hear the sound of a generator humming somewhere in that direction you can see that there are power lines like almost like telephone lines leading from that building at number three uh, down the middle of the camp and then down into what appears to be this excavation site that um, that Gaston was telling you about. So Do we're we just like any... on one of the edges? Yeah, you're on one of the edges. We'll say you're on the south. So you've got that road leading in. You're on the south. There's bundled up barbed wire all the way around. You're going to have to probably cut it to get through it. It's wide open in every direction. Uh, we can make some rolls if you want to observe and see activity that's happening yeah. right now in the camp. Yeah, I want to specifically look for like the patrol pattern. Sure. So go ahead and make me a... Oh insight observation site difficulty of one right now watching like looking at it there's like no activity you don't see people moving around you don't see really any soldiers like it seems empty to you right now oh wow okay are we giving me a threat or are we doing a complication threat threat <laughs> threat all you need is one success to give yourself the momentum because you did get a critical success also though um you see from here, there are two soldiers sitting at the guard tower at the front entrance. That's number six on the map. It looks like they're sitting there. Uh, you're looking through your sniper rifle scope, we'll say. They're sitting there. They've got a little kind of table set up that they've pulled out of one of the other buildings, you can assume. And they're just sitting there playing cards and really not watching the road or paying attention to anything going around them. You scan with the scope around the camp as well. You don't see any activity, but you can see... Um, when you look towards the the hole leading into the ground that those telephone wires are le are leading down into, you can see some like light shining from from down within that excavation site or hole. But other than the two guards at the gate, you see nobody moving at all. Well, only two at the gate, but they're probably all digging or in the barracks. Well, if we want to do this quiet, we could try to approach from the northeast, cut the barbed wire there, and drop down into the excavation site, possibly unobserved. I agree. I mean, you know, if Ruby was here, she would say just walk up to the front gate, but she's not. So, yeah, oh, Ruby, sneaky. she was tough. She always managed to find a way to make it work, too. I miss I miss Lieutenant McKay. Me too. <clears throat> um, I, I, so sorry. This um, this lieutenant sounds in, intriguing. Tell me more. 
She was a hard-charging, badass lieutenant with a thumb knife that never stopped. <laughs> she couldn't sneak worth a damn, but she could kill like a pro. One this time, really she the time for stories. Like really, really, we are supposed to be invading the camp, Americans. and you just want to sit here and talk about some random person. You're Americans, right. so nostalgic, so focus here. Good, good, good point. Good. Sorry, we'll be saving the world or something. Let's let's move around. Let's move around, and we'll engage from the from the northeast corner. Northeast. All right. So you can you can move through this forest, no problem. Um, the guards are obviously not paying attention to anything that the two or the five of you, sorry, are doing. So you all want to shift up there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll go like more towards the east and I want to try and wait for like a moment where one of the guards like goes to pee or something. And then so my silent sniper rifle. Oh, I, I want to try and shoot one of the guards that's left the table and then deal with the other guy at the okay. table. Okay. Uh, and it, just in regards to the barbed wire, you're, you looking at it, you're you're gonna need wire cutters to get through it. It's okay. I've got a I've got a I've got a demolitions and a mechanics kit, so I think I I think I'm <laughs> oh, well set for it. So Harry would uh, Sergeant Morris, cover me. We'll, we'll head up the wire. I'll make us a hole, and we'll uh, we'll get through. Also have uh, burglars tools as well, in case they're necessary. Don't ask why I would have it. It's not for you to know. Not a question I plan on asking. I assume. Yes, Mr. Morris. Excellent. True gentleman. I did. That that makes zero sense, Mr. Morris. I don't ask questions. I just make up excuses and move forward. Okay. Great. I'm going to roll here. I'm going to stay over here. Away okay, from... I'm going to roll here. So this is a roll of how long it's going to take before one of them gets up. I'm just going to roll randomly. I roll D4. This is going to be hours. It's going to be three hours. You're going to sit there watching away before one of them gets up to go take a leak. Do you want to sit there and wait and everybody else is just kind of going to be waiting as well? They can do For this opening or what does everybody else want to do? So Because if this is what literally wants to do, it's going to be three hours before one of them just gets up, walks away, stretches their legs, takes a leak, whatever. Walks away from that site, whatever that looks like. What time of day is it? Took you six hours to get there. You left first thing in the morning, so it is. Well, we'll say you guys left at nine a.m. Nine. Hmm. Uh, so you have four o'clock. It is winter. The sun is going to be going down earlier rather than later. So the sun will probably be going down in another hour, if perhaps, not already. Perhaps we should wait for the cover of night then. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. School. Wait for the three hours. Give. Yes. Yes. Have a, take a few minutes, get some food in us, let Roger kill some more animals, and then uh, mm. we move out at seven. As a taste for rodents, I believe. <laughs> Is a marmot a rodent? I don't own the marmot, so I do not know. Oh, it's not a marmot. It's not a rodent. It's a marmot. Okay, I'm just telling you to be careful. Roger seems to be a little unhinged. Um, oh. Unhinged? No. Flabbergasted. Strange. Different. Smart. Intelligent. Yes, but not. Um, I'm going to have a conversation with the forest. <laughs> mm, my point exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a conversation with the forest. So I'm going to utilize my truth that I just made um, and uh, just you ask 
did you spend the two momentum? Uh, I spent a fortune point. Oh, wow. Okay. Talent. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll, uh, similar to what I did the night before is I'll dig a hole into the ground until I get to the earth and, uh, do a little pinprick on my thumb and put the blood into uh, the ground, cover back up, and again, ask the force in a whispered voice, um, what, um, what, are the, what are the dangers, are there any hidden dangers here? Do we need to fear anything? Is there anything you can do to assist us? So is this a spell? Nope, this is, um, I'll just roll my occult, occultism, um, and the insight and uh, Oh, this is, a t is this a talent you have? Yes. So uh, once per scene, I can ask the GM a question. <laughs> um, and what is it? A yes or no answer? What is it <laughs> that I have to give you? It's, uh, it's um. Oh shit! What is it? It's uh, a maybe. Questions, right? The perhaps. Uh, yeah. So what we'll do? What we'll do here is we'll just do a yes or no, similar to what uh, the force gave me the last time. Um, very short answers. Uh, nothing detailed um well whatever forest would say matt what <laughs> what is the name of the talent so it is um bizarre insight bizarre insight Jeez, you're fast i give you a threat too by the way but do oh. i if it's talent? yes let's do it i'll give you a threat too i'm just trying to look it up because i want to see how much i can or can't give you based off of this what's it uh i'm not seeing there we it's, go it's just a, it's a just to obtain information so mm. basically it's just to answer a question based on what so your mind yes. shows you glimpses of something you couldn't otherwise know once per scene you may generate one threat to obtain information so i don't need to tell you anything you'll see a vision without yeah. passing a skill test okay so i don't need to necessarily tell you anything okay all right all right i understand there you go. And I'll, I'll utilize it in this fashion where I do this whole ritual um, and whatnot, if that's okay with you. You, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll take the threat and I'll take your fortune. So you sit there, you dig a hole, you prick your finger with your knife and you dip the blood into the earth and you ask and all of a sudden there's a flash in your mind and you have a vision of this creature that's, it's like... A blob circular. It doesn't seem to keep a shape. It's got like, it's round and it's grotesque. It's like purplish gray color. It's got eyeballs protruding out all over. But the eyeballs will sometimes turn into tentacles and tentacles will turn into eyes. And it doesn't seem to have like a, like a set form. It's almost fluid. It's always moving. And you see this thing and it's otherworldly and it kind of shocks you. And I'm going to need you to make me a fear test based off of seeing this thing. Because you've never known anything like it. So how do I do a fear test? Uh, will resilience? Yeah. Will, will resilience. Will resilience. I got this. It's pretty certain complication no nice two successes <laughs> two successes you're fine because it's a it was at a plus two so you're just kind of thrown off you've never seen anything like this before nothing on earth and it terrifies you but this is the vision that you're given 
And I'll go back and I'll, I'll go to um, the lieutenant, lieutenant colonel. Uh, Sir, the forest has told me there, there, there is a god in that hole. We must be aware. We must be, we must be prepared. Is it a malevolent god? So I'm coming to you. I'm shaking. I'm upset. Do you think it's a malevolent god? Hmm. How would I know? It's, you it is the one cold. who spoke to the first, not I. Anyway, I think we should per, per, uh, proceed with caution is all. Mm, we were going to go in guns blazing, of course. I'm just saying there may not be like be like actual human danger here, um, but it's still a, a very very risky, um, very very frightening uh, task we have ahead of us. Mm. Well, okay. we warned not to uh, release this god. No. Well, I mean, I didn't say that. I just said we just had to proceed with caution. Is all. I mean, who knows? Mm. And that's great, you know, and the forest clearly speaks to you. You're amazing. Conduit of all sorts of cool things. Did it give you any idea of, like, the nature of what's going to be in there? And I'll go into this big, long explanation of what I saw. It was this gigantic, gelatinous mass of of ever-changing mass of tentacles and eyeballs and, and arms. It was fascinating and ferocious and scary all at the same time okay. well sergeant morris looks like you may be pulling that sword faster than we thought it's a good day to be a soldier yeah curious that knocked wolf would abandon the outpost then if something of such power was deep in this hole wouldn't they want to hmm, find a way to harness its powers in some some fashion Yet they're leaving. Maybe they already failed. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, very. Wait, you're very not curious. even over there, Lily. You're you're by yourself in the east. But it was we peaches. Are, oh. We are British. Communicating. Mm-hmm. We communicate telepathically with one another. I can smell how perturbed it's she the, is. It's uh, the British connection we have. Yeah. The British connection. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay. So you're sitting there. You're still waiting the three hours, Lily. This took maybe 20, 30 minutes, this exchange. As you're sitting there and you're kind of piecing this together and trying to figure out what's going on down there, all of a sudden you can hear the sound of an engine, a vehicle's engine, rumbling um, from the south. Uh, you can and you look and you can see there's an Opal Blitz, a German Opal Blitz truck making its way down this bumpy road. It's hitting like every pothole and, and slowly making its way towards the outpost it appears it's still quite a ways out like it's still in the trees but you can hear the engine from here and because it is getting dark he's the 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 brights are on the headlights are on and they're lighting up the area lieutenant colonel should we move now or do you want to hold our position how far away is this is it uh is it clear that the the force would have seen this vehicle uh, at its distance yes you're up in the northeast so if you can see it the guys at the outpost can see it uh, yes. Well, that arrival will cause uh, various distractions. Perhaps we can move while it comes, use their arrival as a way to more surreptitiously enter the camp. Yes, sir. I forgot our winter sounds. Yeah, so this thing rolls up. 
nailing every pothole along the way. It eventually gets to the gate. They wait. One of the guards gets up from his card game, comes over, walks over to the door. It looks like he's checking his papers of the truck, opens the arm, waves them in. Soon as the truck enters the camp, it starts driving down the winding path that's been made towards that excavation hole in the ground and seems to drive down and straight underground to whatever's going on down there. If they try to pull that thing out, we may lose our chance to stop whatever's going on here. We'll go. I thought we were going as they were entering the camp. Sure. Do you want to rewind here? So you get to the... Well, the... I, 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 well I think that's what Cottingham says, like using... Okay. Using the van, using the truck arrival as like mm -hmm. the, their their focus at the gate, and now we can sort of come in the side or something like that. Sure. Wire so Major is? Hammer would uh, move up to the uh, barbed wire and uh, cut his way through, thinking combat engineering coordination. Yes, 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 yes. One moment. <laughs> My best skills, best stats. I was thinking, what do you think about that, GM? Well, I mean, it is—it's an engineering it, thing. It's it a is combat a engineering thing. Agility, athletics, to make it up there undetected. Normally, okay. this would be a difficulty two because they are distracted by the truck right now. And you're using this cover. I'll make it a difficulty one. Okay. And Agility, wow. Reason engineering to cut the wire. Okay. Um, do we actually have three momentum? Yes. I believe you do, I, yeah. I made it, yeah. Can I, I use one it. of them to, uh... I made it. To, to roll three it. dice? Because my, my agility in athletics is not, uh, super strong. Sure. Over. So I'll give you a threat. Ooh, threat? Okay. I want us to get in, I want us to get in the camp before we die. <laughs> before you give me a complication. Okay, so yeah. You got it. You, all you need is the one success. I'll take the two threat. Oh, he's mellowed. And okay. then go ahead and make the next roll. Now, what since uh, I'm using one of my kits, the, the difficulty drops by one. Okay. And I will use one charge out of the kit to give myself an extra die for free. And you're blowing it up? Or how are you getting through, sorry? Using uh, using the uh, engineering's kit to cut through it. Gotcha. Okay. And, then, yep. and then pull it back to the side. Three successes. How many die they need? Sure. So you sneak up there through the snow. They're distracted by the truck. You get up there and you start cutting and opening in this barbed wire. And you kind of push it aside. You know, you're using your coat not to get to push it and not touch it with your hands and all that and get cut and you make a small enough gap in there that everybody could filter their way through and into this camp because you're on the northeast corner you'd be behind these massive mounds of dirt that have been built up and accumulated from digging the hole in the ground into this excavation site that's number eight on the map these huge huge massive mounds of dirt that you would you'll have as cover so you're in and if everybody else Wants to make their way, they can also make me an agility athletics test. Could you reshare re that uh, map, please? I accidentally Yes, closed. let me uh, re- I, too, it. accidentally clicked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me one minute here. 
Seems like you can't find it once you exit. Mm, athletics, agility, you say. Uh, reason, tactics. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Reason, tactics. <laughs> I love rolling athletics. Athletics, will, agility. We say. I will use uh, a momentum, of course. You've got enough of them. You may yeah, as so well. Jeremy gave us back to six. That's what I do. I'm a giver. So Ooh. can I can I just roll one dice? Like take a momentum and just roll one dice and pretend I used it when I rolled the first time. <laughs> All right. I'm using Jeff's momentum that he just earned. Yes. You can always spend another point of fortune moves. to re-roll. You could spend another fortune. Oh. I'll uh, I'll spend oh. a Lily. So I guess Lily's given up her her post where she was going to sit there and snipe them and going in and Lily instantly gets seen. It's a very funny joke here that the two Brits here have uh, a cumulative athletics of seven. That's probably not very good. The joke here, I mean, got bad games. You're watching this later, Pete. Ha ha. Shit. You can do fortune to re-roll, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah you, you can, can use one fortune to re-roll. Yes. Oh, it is as many dice as you want. I guess I have to, so we all succeed. Did Roger succeed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah all right, I'll spend mine so I can reroll three. Yep. Reroll one, two, three. There you go. <laughs> Barely. Jeez, please. <laughs> all right, so everybody starts slowly making their way through the snow. Some of you are, you know, down on your belly and you're making your way across. Lily, you kind of step up out of the out of the forest and start to converge to the others. And someone darts and looks over in your direction. They turn, look over in your direction. You dart back into the forest and you avoid their gaze. But you all eventually make it into the outpost or into the compound. You're now behind these massive, say like twelve foot tall mounds of dirt on the backside of the hole leading down into this excavation site. Again, there's these telephone poles or wires leading straight down from that one little shack into into this uh, excavation site as well. You can see some lights, now that it's dark, um, shining from down there. Even at this distance, you can hear voices. They sound quite distant, but you can hear voices coming from down within the this hole in the ground. Peaches. Are we now seeing the truck drive its way down towards... Yeah, so we'll say, like, you guys made your way around down in there, and uh, this thing is now starting to, like, see how it, there's, like, a winding path as it descends and leads down to the actual opening. It's driving its way slowly around the winding path to go down into the, the hole. Lieutenant Colonel, this may actually give us an opportunity. If we follow in behind that truck, eliminate the opposition, we may be able to use the truck to take out anything they were going to take out dressed as Germans ourselves, and just drive that thing out of here if we don't kill it. Yes, yes, this is an excellent plan. I am glad that you shared it with us. We will do that. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's the problem with Jeff's not a, like, a military guy. I don't know shit, you know? Yes, for a yes, sounds good. Yes, I'm glad I thought of it. Yes. Okay, so you just want to kind of like shadow this truck down into the hole. Yep. 
once it go once it starts to go into the interior into seven, we drop down behind mm-hmm. it on either side of the entrance, move in, filing in along the sides, eliminate hopefully quietly any opposition we find. Take the truck, take whatever else is in here, blow it up on the way out. Speak to this god of uh, Mister Marples. Hopefully, if you don't kill it first, I suppose. Kill a god? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think even even we could do that. Demigod, for sure, but not a god. <sighs> so? I mean, you gotta try. <laughs> That's a good old-fashioned American gumption there. That's right, Sergeant Morris. We'll give it a shot. All right, so you're following this truck down. They don't notice you. They're driving forward. Um, from what you saw as it was going around, it looks like there is a driver and a passenger. Um, and as the back is, is open, like there's flaps, um, it appears to be empty. So you're assuming they're probably loading this thing up with whatever's in there. You did get mm-hmm. intel that trucks were taking something or things out of here, crates and crates of things. So you're assuming this is another one of those trucks here to off or to... Uh, load up and get whatever's down there out of here. So you're following down and this thing's rumbling. It's going really slow. It's slippery. It's all mud. It's kind of iced over at this point. And as it gets to the mouth of the cave, this is where you see that it's reinforced with this like concrete around it. And there's these strange symbols squiggled into the concrete. Like someone uh, purposely put them in there. Uh, like Gaston had passed onto you. And the truck begins to rumble down into this cavern or cave that's been dug. It, it's a very steep path down. Uh, these telephone wires continue to run all the way down into it. As far as you can see, there's lights intermittently. Um, and it starts to go. How do you want to, how do you want to approach this? You just want to follow behind it or what do you want to do? Follow behind, or if we're feeling brave, you know, you got a little bit of a slope down the slides. I mean, it gets us a little dirty, but it's kind of fun. It's fast. We just come in hard from the side. Yeah, and then stick to the sides of the tunnels, trying to use the sound of the truck to uh, mask our own movements as we uh, as we just slowly leapfrog, position, position, left and right, going up the side of the cavern. Yeah, so Lily is not training a cult, but you say they're scribbles, so I, she would like to roll linguistics to see if it is a language she may recognize or understand. Mm, mm. You can roll it. Um, that's fine. Okay, is it reason, insight, probably it, reason? It is... Yeah, reason. Academia. Academia. Yeah. Oh, man, I am I'll all take, over. I will take you have that. Have some threat. Are you give me threat. Complication. The, yeah, the grammar police can come out. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to spend some of my threat. Um, actually, so you're sitting there uh, and you're no studying comma. this and you're trying to figure it out as you're walking up and everybody's kind of trailing behind it, and as the truck like descends into the cave from the outside into the inside 
There's two German soldiers standing there, one smoking a cigarette near the entrance, just at the opening of the cave, and another one standing next to him. And I'm going to say they notice you. I'm spending threat to create my own complication. They notice you, Lily, as you're looking at this thing, observing it, trying to figure it out. And they shout out, hey, who's that? In English? No, in German. But I know there are there are characters that speak German in this. Who are you? What are you doing here? Who's that woman? And you're in civilian clothes. You're not in a uniform, right? So There's only two of them? There's two of them. Harry gives Sergeant uh, Morris the nod, and Harry will pull out his combat knife and run it into one of these gentlemen's throats. So you're going to run at them? So they're just on yep. the inside of the entrance. The truck is rumbling by, and these guys have noticed you. So you're just going to rush and run at them and try to stab one of them in the throat? Lily's playing dumb. Like, she doesn't understand. Like, she's still just looking at the scribbles like she can't hear them or something. Okay. Yeah, roll it. I once again will spend a... or take a point of momentum if that's okay... get an extra die six successes holy crap really yeah okay so you I, succeed <laughs> I, I i get a feeling harry's gonna show me up well here. he he gets to roll if you want him to unless i surprised him to see if he fends it mm. off but he has to beat six successes i'll be going for the other guy i only got three i mean Harry's just so full of fire. All right. So, all right. So you both run. Well, okay. You guys run at the same time. So you both hit. How do you get six successes? Holy crap. I got uh, <laughs> three crits. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm looking at it going like, how did you roll that? I don't know. Okay. So both of you attack. You're both successful. Die. These are just standard german infantry there's nothing special these aren't black sun these aren't knocked wolf they don't have the armbands with the the paw or the mm -hmm. orb on it since we're already at six momentum i will just use my extra successes on damage same shocker and i'll i'll just use the shield for now 10 damage 14 because it's vicious with a knife yeah all right, well, you slit, you run up, charge up, and slit the throat on the one. He's just like, who are you? What are you doing here? You you speak and understand German, right? Yep. Do I remember? Yes. Harry Hammer? Okay. Yep. So you understood that. So you run up, grab him, slit his throat. Um, Morris. Do a shield charge. It's not time just yet. I don't want to potentially stab Harry. So I'll do seven with a stun of three. All right, so you run up, you hit him. You don't necessarily knock him out, but he is stunned uh, and kind of dazed from the shield hitting him. But he's not out. All right. Hey, dazed is quiet. He cannot act. So we'll say we'll go into combat now because that was a surprise round. I guess Lily yeah. will just quick draw her Beowulf and silently... So just remember, so the range on this thing, I believe it's in your character sheet, is extreme... So you're going to take some big negatives oh, yeah. shooting outside your range band. Which is like 
difficulty increase? Uh, or? Yeah, it's a plus three difficulty to shoot at close range with an extreme weapon. Yeah. Oh, you have to get four this. successes at a minimum. Just keep that in mind using this weapon. Oh, I'm never going to get to use it. We're going in a cave. <laughs> I'll never get to use this damn thing. While we're walking in a cave. A jerk GM. He gives you this that. powerful gun and I'll never get to use it. You could, you were you were perfect out there in the field. You could have been sniping guys left and right. So it has so it has to power up. So when you do fire it, it almost needs like a round just to like build a charge, and then it'll fire and it'll take another round to recharge. Mm. So keep that in mind as well. This is not a rapid fire. Like you're going to be taking guys out with a sniper rifle each round. This thing's silent, extreme range. No ammo. There has to be some drawbacks to it, and those are those the drawbacks. Oh, up to you guys. Thumb knife. I don't don't have one. If you don't want to fire, I'll do an order to one of the other ones or something like that. I don't want to shoot a gun. I don't have a silent weapon. That's my only. Yeah, okay. Makes uh, sense. We're there. You know what? You can order peaches. I would be happy to. Uh, uh, peaches. Uh, so yeah. So I'll, I guess uh, Archibald will go, and he will see for his uh, major action. Uh, I'm going to assuming Peaches nearby. Girl, sick balls. See that? Sick, sick balls. Is that to work? <laughs> what balls? Sick work? balls. What? You see, no one's, no one's ever seen the movie Stand By Me. Oh, I guess it's not out yet. It's not yet. <laughs> it doesn't come out to the '80s. Sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> so actually, never, I have never seen long Stand story. By Me. Come on, it's been a long time. Um, okay, so so basically, uh, what I'll hmm. okay, no, first what I'll do is uh, I'll do I'll do call to action, which will let Peaches take a minor action, move, close the distance. Then I will do my major action will be to direct. Uh, and so I'll get to roll a tactics test um, with my tactics skill. Uh, Matt, I'm assuming it's reason tactics. Uh, is that is that cool? Yeah, yeah that is, works for me. Can I, can I use my leadership focus for that? Does that make sense to use? You're going to order someone around? Yeah. With this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Awesome. All right. right. Um, just because uh we have a lot of it and i'll probably get it back i'll go ahead and use a point of momentum just for funsies mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's four successes. Wow. yes uh actually technically i was only supposed to roll as an assist is only supposed to roll run one die uh but oh sure i should have only rolled two die so ignore the ignore the crit okay still you yeah. succeeded yeah i still succeeded and so that means peaches already has two successes on her mm-hmm Peaches dives for the throat. Uh, it's fighting. What is it? Agility, right? For mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the attack. So three successes. One this success. 13 fighting. Oh, I get to add Jeff's to. Yep. Oh, yep. my God. All right. Yep. Go for so it. Peaches has a ability that I think creatures have, which is grasping. I don't uh, know what it, it is. This little cocker spaniel is going to kill a German soldier. So you see, it's two extra dice to her attack for the extra successes. Hmm. You already took a pretty good hit. Three damage. Yeah, and grasping one, I guess. I don't. I don't know what grasping does. 
So what does what does how does Peaches attack this soldier? Oh, Peaches is a trained hunter dog. She goes straight for the throat and just like rips till the body stops moving. So she leaps up stares at it. and goes for the jugular and is just he's trying to shake this dog off and this little dog's hanging on um, just clenched and biting into his jugular and blood is just pouring and spewing down his throat and over his uniform before he gurgles on the blood and slumps down dead. Beautiful creature you have there, River B. Well, well done. Yes, I mean, King Charles get orange from blood, not from birth. <laughs> wow. Fascinating. Learn something I, new today. I'm really beginning to like you, Miss Riverby, and that's a <laughs> mighty fine dog. Uh, not going to lie, Evan, I was eagerly anticipating that. I wanted to see what... <laughs> Peaches in action? Well, I think she's Peach- actually better than... She's pretty good. Yeah, no, 13's really solid. <laughs> I think this is a good time to stop to do this week's giveaway with Peaches slaughtering a soldier and killing them and everybody's shocked that this little Cocker Spaniel is such a killer. So we're giving away a PDF copy of the Complete Adventures. So it's all of the short adventures they've released so far for Acton Cthulhu. How many are in it, uh, Aaron? Is it five or six at this point? It's it's like... I think it's six. I think it's six adventures. So you're going to get a PDF copy of the Complete Adventure dossier... um, was what we're giving away this week. So whatever needs to do is put a certain word in the chat. The word this week, the keyword to make sure that you are eligible is Pavel. P-A-V-E-L. Pavel. So go ahead and type Pavel in the chat and we're going to do a quick draw to see who's going to win a PDF copy of the um, the adventure dossier. To find out that Pavel is the goat in the hole. <laughs> How, uh, I mean, Gregor would be his first disciple, first yeah. in his class, after all. <laughs> of course, oh, man, that would make things. And then really Marple awkward. would be the second one. <laughs> mm. All right, we're getting some Pavels. Get some more Pavels in there. Enter to win. Oh, yes, more Pavels. More and then Pavels. next week, next week, Matt, we're, at, oh, we're give, starting to give away Pavels. physical copies. Yes. Right? Yeah. So starting next week, mm. it's all physical books from here on out. Like I said, Modiphius has Ooh. been extremely generous with these prizes so week one and two are pdfs from here on out it is all physical books that we're giving away so you definitely want to come back for those but this week it is the uh, pdf missions bundle yes yes i'm trying to remember to do pavel's voice i forget (laughs) how yes yes i'm pavel voracek i i used to just be i am big farba i am (laughs) that's how i would get into it all right we got eight entrants so far out of the 20 people here watching anybody else getting in that before we roll it three two one hey bert bert all right bert shoot me here i'll shoot you a quick message i need your drive through i need your drive through rpg congratulations bert Why won't it let me message you? So, yes, next week, real books. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The fun of doing this live. All right. Message sent to Bert. I guess I could have also messaged Bert in Discord. But there we go. Message sent to Bert. 
We will get back to the action now. Congratulations. Could have gone to a better man. Uh, so. Because so Harry's going to do a quick search of the body to mm -hmm. see what yes. these guys are armed with and what they, what kind of, you know, if they've got any kind of ID or anything. Yeah. Also so you search them. They standard issue gear uh, on these guys. Nothing out of the ordinary. They don't have any orders or papers or intel on them. These are just straight German infantrymen. What are they armed with? They are armed with... What do my infantrymen always carry? They have a Walther P-series. And they have... They both have MP40s on them. No grenades? Mm, no, these guys do not have grenades. Okay. So just try to shove them kind of into part of the rocky outcropping just so they're not quite as obvious mm -hmm. uh before we continue on after the truck if peaches hadn't made such a bloody mess on the second one you would have had a clean uniform to wear but there's blood all over both these uniforms now at this point yeah, yeah. Don't change don't change would have taken too much time anyway how dare you insult peaches strong <laughs> you're next oh me coming for you game master <laughs> i'm coming for you <laughs> So you guys continue to use the truck as the way down. As you're descending deeper and deeper in this, you can see that there's like lines and caves and channels that have been carved off of this main one and just kind of like stop and end or some of them have caved in. But you keep making your way down further and further. You're trailing behind this truck. When all of a sudden in front of you, you see this big, wide open chamber and i'm going to share a picture here with you guys again well i'm going to stand in extreme range i'm going to go all the way into the, the tunnel so i can see it yes. well it's a long tunnel down it is a long tunnel down and i'm going to show you you see this big massive oh, no. dig site there are these like green crystals coming up out of the ground there are these strange obelisks all over the place there is a the truck is heading off to the um, the west side, and there's crates piled up to where it's driving. There are soldiers everywhere, and there's this big, large, five-sided, almost pentagram-shaped structure in the middle, and it's like 50 feet tall at least, smooth stone. You can see that there's tents set up on top. There are more crates up there. You can actually from here make out a couple of Black Sun troopers up there. Um, there seems to be a commanding officer down on the ground and he's kind of commanding and, and ordering around the, the other German infantry that are all around here. He's telling them to like, you can see he's motioning to the crates and the boxes that are piled up as the trucks coming towards them. And there seems to be like a hive of activity in this strange cave that they've uncovered with all these crystals coming up out of the ground and obelisks. Um, no one really seems to pay attention to you or cause you're still up in this in this this cave uh leading down into the opening i'm, gonna, I'm assuming you've stopped once you see this and it's all mm -hmm. illuminated and lit up and this hive of activity going on in here question uh, answer Mr. game master yes uh, in the image there is um it looks like some sort of winged lizard-like beast inside of in the left-hand corner bottom yes yeah we see that as well i will say yes in some of these my crystals or outcroppings my. in the walls, you can see these strange 
creatures. They almost they're almost crustacean like in appearance. They have multiple mm-hmm. legs. They have wings. Hammer and Morris have faced one of these before at the bottom of that castle where they acquired the sword. You have this is a these are Migos. So the two of you have seen these before. Mm. Man. Lieutenant Colonel, those things do not go down easy. They appear to be trapped in some sort of amber or some such crystal. For now. What are your orders, sir? This is a bigger operation than I was anticipating. That stealth and uh, be most suitable here. See if we can take a few out and somehow get up on top of that structure, whatever that is. Uh, command tents up there. There must be information for us to find. Understood. Sir, on our way out, is our intent to collapse this cavern or attempt to? Or are we going to try to hold it for allied research? I only a... ask because I have a great deal of plastic explosives with me. And <laughs> oh, more than happy to employ it. That sounds very fun. Uh, do we have any specific orders to like keep this stuff, or is it just? No, it was out? it was wide open. Here, I'm going to share a picture with people watching at home too, so they can mm-hmm. see what this thing looks like. There is the cavern that they see in front of them. This large stone pentagram structure. This strange alien-like creature, set in crystal or stone truck down there a big pentagram in the middle of the floor and the soldiers working away to load up this truck as it arrives suppose depends how thorough we can be with our extermination efforts if i like it sir Hmm. understood fallback plan we were told we have to bring back a sample though oh yes we can we can do that and still blow the thing to high heaven Obviously, mm-hmm. that is not my first preference. There are many things here that I'm sure our scientists would be very curious. Very curious indeed. So how many guards do we actually see in the cave? Let like, uh, us... Guard, guards versus workers. Like, I mean, trying yeah. to separate the people so, who actually... Yeah, let's, let's make a roll here to determine if you can get a good handle on how many there are actually in this area. So... Anybody and everybody can roll if you want. It'll just be a reason uh, observation and it'll be sight if you have the focus. Uh, we'll do a difficulty too because there's there are quite a lot of people moving around. So you'll see them d- disappear behind obelisks. You'll see them disappear behind this, this big stone pentagram structure. So you're trying to keep count of everything. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. Oh. <laughs> So Riverby, you're using your scope. Um, I'm using my no- I'm using my Noctwolf telescopic yeah. mask, so that's why I was able to lock in and get some good numbers. So. Yeah, I'm about as observant as the Brits are athletic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we got two successes. Nobody went over two. No. I guess I sh- I guess I could roll. I was trying to figure out because I have a thing called threat awareness, but it's under fighting and I don't know how it comes into play. And it's all about like, like ambushes and attacks, like being able to detect like, you know, like readiness and things like that. But it's not under observation. It's under fighting. So Mm. I don't know. Mm. So it'd be like in the middle of combat, you could like assess and maybe find like a weakness or an advantage in battle. Yeah. 
That might or be. it's good good for setting up an ambush. Like if you're like going, okay, I want to set up an ambush, yeah. then you could yeah. use fighting observation, right. you know, fighting reason or fighting something like that to, to do a threat assessment. I will use a momentum just for this insight observation. Two successes. Okay. Sure. And I said difficulty two, right? To get a grasp on everything. So two successes between the five of you, you count 15 German infantry, two black sun troopers, and uh, one like officer who's who's ordering them around. But you're you're pretty sure you've got all of them. And does do we notice any sort of like alarm system or something that could be triggered in case there was like, does she see that specifically? <clears throat> um, you got two successes, right? Mm-hmm. You don't see any alarm, but you do see that there is a large pile of crates that are marked explosive. And some of the Germans are setting up explosives down here. It's like they're uh-huh. rigging up this place mm. to possibly to blow it up like enough to blow up the whole thing or blow to up cave like it crystals? in yeah to cave oh, it okay. in uh it looks like the the crates the remaining crates are probably going to be enough to just fit in this truck this might be the last load give it and that would also um make sense with the skeleton crew that you guys have seen here looks like they don't want us to have this cave so it makes me want to keep it intact sir so it makes me curious what it is they they cut it off and away from here. Why they're in such a hurry? Maybe we take the officer alive for questioning and just remove the rest of the obstacles. Right, are they set exactly. up? Are they set up in any kind of particular patrol pattern, or they have guard stations? No. So there is an outpost tower up top of that large stone structure in the middle, um, and you see that the two Black Sun troops are up there, and they're observing and kind of watching everything else going on there are some also german infantry up there uh three or four of them but they're more preoccupied with like packing up things that are on top of that large stone structure whereas the two black sun troopers are scanning and basically watching over everything else um the other german infantry are just like they're doing grunt work they're packaging things up. You can see them lifting these big crystals and putting them into crates and nailing them shut. Other guys are um, piling crates up to where this truck's going to park. Others are getting ready to fill this crate up. Uh, guys are using the pulley and lever to lower crates from the top of that stone structure down. Other than the two Black Sun Troopers, nobody else is really watching or observing the area. There's no set patrols or anything like that. Sir, I think if we're going to get to the top of that and engage them directly, we're going to need German uniforms. I think subterfuge is the only way to get up there without serious casualties on our side. We have one already. Did we take take the uh, the other ones? I wasn't sure if we took it or not. They were both covered in blood because one got his throat cut and the other one, he smashed his face and then the dog ripped its throat open. Yes. Okay. Well, I suppose we should find some... That is, unless... Mr. Marple, are you capable of teleporting us up there or making us look like Germans or... Mm, Yes, that'd be very useful. (laughs) No, no, not not, not in that respect, but um, do you need, um, say, a diversion? That might work as well. All right. Uh, from what I remember, 
uh, from from like tru trucks. Hmm. Don't they uh, don't they explode when they uh, get set on fire? Yeah, but I think we might want I think we might want to drive the truck out of here with everything they're taking out with them. Fair, fair, fair. Um, let me see here. Hmm. Why don't Why don't we? Oh, I I I know I know. We could dress in the um in the in the Germans' uniforms and go running like holding our necks. Oh my gosh, there's like enemies coming. And then they'll leave us, and then they'll like run past us to help. And and while everybody's like diverted, we'll like scoot up there. And yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Who oh, oh, yeah, like, speaks oh. German? Hammer. Oh. Yes, sir. Interesting. Suppose that could work. I I volunteer to have the, the my, like my throat cut out because I won't have uh, to. Speak. cut her throat out. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> uh, while this this really bad plans are being tossed around, Lily wants to look at the pulley system and she wants to see like how many people are operating it and how many people are like looking at it go up and down and she wants sure. to moment where so, let's say there's like X amount. Yeah. Right. So you there's one that's operating it on top, so lowering it. But there's so remember how I said there's three troops like standard infantry up top. So two of them are like bringing crates over and loading them. One guy is operating it, bringing it down. So all three of them are occupied with that. And there's two infantry that will be waiting at the bottom once it gets down there to take the crate and bring it okay. over to the the pile of others to be loaded onto the truck. Yeah. So I think her idea is to shoot the rope that the pulley is on so that falls on the two people on the mm. bottom and that will give us the diversion all right and you going. are at extreme range here lily and i know you're silent. worried you're going into a cave with a sniper rifle but <laughs> i did and it's silent so i'll try to make like a natural like rope fring you know like it's like no sound no muzzle flash this yes. thing will just break now you so, are shooting a very small object so this is going to be quite difficult you're shooting a rope at extreme distance. Are you ready for this? So do we want to, the rest of us, do we want to move in closer to be near the the mm -hmm. tower before so. the shot so we yes. can be prepared to move up during the distraction? Yes. I'm going to share with you also a map of the cave to give you an idea. It's very, it's very accurate and similar to what you guys saw in that image. But here is the cave complex. So you're at the telegraph lights in the southeast corner. That's where you're coming in. Uh, just to give you guys an idea of what you're looking at. It's elevation oh, yeah, sloping pretty. down. You've got the truck on the northwest. You've got that big stone structure in the very middle. You've got these geodes everywhere popping up, these obelisks everywhere. And you're looking straight like down and in. So can we move along the northern wall behind all of these pillars and then come up in the shadow of the truck and mm -hmm. be... Uh, positioned behind the truck so that when the diversion starts, we can move up to the scaffolding and start to make our way up. You can make some rolls to make your way over there, yes. That cool. sounds like a yes to me. That, that sounds that, like a... <laughs> sounds like a guaranteed success. Agi guaranteed. Agility Athletics? That's what we rolled last time, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. That all over again? But yes, you can roll for it. 100%. Is it just one success? Wait, why are you rolling athletics and not stealth? Oh. Uh, yes, you are correct. Stealth. Thank you. Would, Agility would coordination. Stealth. Would it be coordination stealth? <laughs> is it, is, are you... Are you 
Is that a better stat for you? Is that why? Yes, but I do actually think it's coordination. That makes sense. I'll give you coordination stealth. Yes. Even though the adventure does say agility stealth, yeah. I... is no, more like hand-eye and agility is more like no, your movement. It's just an old man. An old man. Doesn't have the, any the adventure does say agility stealth. No, that's cool. It does, so I can re-roll agility stealth? Sure, re-roll. Oh. Is it just one success? I'll give you one success because it is a buzzing with activity. Are you hanging back, Lily, though, to take your shot before as they're all moving up? Because I think they want to yes. get in position for you to shoot. Is that correct, guys? Correct. Yep. Yeah, we want to we want to be positioned so that when the diversion goes, we can start up, and then Lily can sit back and just start sniping. <sighs> Old man. Wow. Look at you. I was a hero of the Great War. <laughs> Veteran. I believe it. Sir, I've sir been knighted him. by King George himself. And afterwards, well, we drank ourselves into the late eve. And Man. he was he was quite formidable on the badminton court. Do you take on squires? Because, wow. <laughs> Master yeah, Sergeant we all Morris. Succeeded. Master Sergeant Morris, you, you are far too qualified to be my squire. Marple, okay. on the other hand, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys sneak through. There are lights that they've brought in here and wired in, and they create shadows. These geodes also let off this, like, faint green light. Uh, nobody failed, eh? Too bad. I wanted bad things to happen. So, um, mm. uh, <laughs> you make your way through. The, the, the big obelisks, they're, 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 like, pentagonal columns, and they dot the whole cave, and they bear strange signs. Roger, I'll say Elder signs. You may have seen or heard of these before. Some have fallen, some have knocked over, so you see his cover. Uh, they tower much taller than all of you. They're probably 12, 15 feet high. Uh, and also these geodes are all all around. Like I said, they're like an all like an olive green color. And you can see almost like fossilized remains floating in them. You don't know of what, but there's remains of something, like different bits and pieces. Nothing's complete, but you can see it's almost like shells, mm. pieces of like shelled kind of armor or a body that are floating around in there. Was one of these pools near where we're hiding by chance? Pool, uh, these were the geodes. Geodes, and they, they call them defense pylons, those like stone obelisks that, that are all over the place. The pentagonal right. columns. And those are the ones that are etched with, like, elder script all the way up and down them. We moved into cover on the north side of the truck. Okay. Gotcha. All right, so, Lily, you're going to need, I'm going to say, three successes to shoot a rope. Okay. Uh, Lily will spend a fortune, so she gets automatic, automatic. crit. Automatic crit. Ooh. And then I roll I roll my two normal dice. Because one of your dice will be a, a crit, and then you okay. roll and whatever I'm aiming, dice. so I get the plus two. Okay. Or the extra yes. dice, so two dice. Okay. And do you have momentum as well? If you, you do have momentum if you want to spend it. And I'll spend you can't, one momentum. Because you can't yep. spend it after you've rolled. Right. Mm. Okay. So, so we'll do three, three extra dice on top of the crit. Um, All so you need is one success then. Oh, let me go to the, the, the actual weapon. I'll probably help. Coordination, focus, 
exciting. Boom. This thing fires. There's little to no kick to it when you fire it. And it's just like, like there's no muzzle flash, but almost like a little plume of smoke or steam is let out at the end of the gun. And next thing you know, the rope is breaking and the crate is coming crashing down. There's no sound. There's no nothing. You're amazed. You look down at this weapon. You're just like, where have you been all my life? As you <laughs> shoot it. And you could, it starts to, it lets off a little hum. And what you assume is only, is it um, like recharging for the next shot. All right. So the rest of you are in cover. So the north, all of a sudden, this rope gives way. This crate comes crashing down, lands on top of two of the soldiers, crushing and killing them. And they're shouting and pandemonium going on. People are shouting. They're screaming. They're pointing. They're running over to see what's happened to these two soldiers. Uh, the commander comes over and he's yelling up at the guys on the on the pulley, demanding answers on what's happened. He's pointing his guys around. The Black Sun Troopers, you look up at them. They're looking down. They're on alert now, looking in every direction. What do you want to do? I think this is where we would break from cover to join the pandemonium and make our way to the scaffolding and start to make our way up. Mm -hmm. Looking like we were going up for with a purpose, you know? Like, mm -hmm. we're supposed but, to be there. But you're not wearing German uniforms, correct? No, we're not. You're wearing civil... Okay. we're hoping that in the... Hoping in the uh, confusion that uh, mm. it'll work. Mm, that's and tough. Lily will keep shooting, plan. so just this let is... me know when Lily can shoot again. This is tough. It yeah. has the Cottingham seal of approval. This is, uh, <laughs> this is tough, this one. Okay. Nothing go wrong. Woo. Going to live forever. Woo! Okay. All our stealth missions always go great. <laughs> they do. We actually succeeded. Very True. Well this one has worked so far. Ooh. I mean, this is yeah. as far much as a stealth you can get. Agility stealth. Hmm. I'll say difficulty one for now because you have caused a quite a distraction. You so you want to go behind the stone structure, right? This what this big stone structure in the middle. You kind of want to circumnavigate around the 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 commotion is that correct because you're on the north side of it now right and you want to go yeah. like clockwise i'm assuming because the scaffolding's at the front the scaffolding's like right, right. facing yeah, we where you guys came in so you want to go yeah. clockwise around this structure yeah we want to circle around the structure move into the scaffolding okay and then start our way up the ladder okay because mm -hmm. everybody's well, going to the north side to investigate this 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 uh right. crate that's right. falling. okay i get it okay. yes go ahead and roll Let's see what happens. You have a momentum. Yeah, yeah I'm going to take a point of momentum because uh, I am uh, not super agile. And definitely not stealthy. I'll take a point of momentum. Yes. Too. Woo! <laughs> wow. Okay. How do you do that twice in a row? Roger, are you complicating me or are you giving me threat? Uh, let's do a complication. Let's do it. Oh. All right, so you're all skulking around. You're not making a noise. You're so sticking stealthy. to the shadows. You're using this to your advantage. And as you get on the, the east side, so on the back side of this structure, there are a couple of soldiers back there. And with them, Hammer and Morris is a familiar sight. You see a giant, massive, hulking, armored... Knocked Wolf Stormtrooper standing there on the backside of this large 
stone structure. Do you remember? Do you remember facing one of these before, Morris? Yes. This is a big, oh, armored, robotic, I massive do. Nazi war machine soldier. <laughs> Major yeah. Hammer just goes, "Mother pus buckets." <laughs> He's got I a big sword. I don't think it's sword time yet, but it may be sword, Morris. <laughs> okay, massive yeah. axe in one hand. Uh, a gun that's fused to his other arm. He hasn't noticed you, but it's there, we'll say. Spend some threat on that. Cash in some threat. So things have so, just gotten worse. So he blocks all paths to... He's standing there with two around. infantry, yep. The two infantry. I got it. I know. I, I... Archibald is going to turn to Morris and he's going to decisively say to him because I just think it's fun let's just let's just let's just fucking go like, straight out of Wolfenstein let's big just, massive armored let's robotic Nazi soldier so um I would like to if I can I we're not technically in combat but you're not combat I, technically we could say this is a surprise round I, I will... was wondering if I could give him the effect of my direct as if I'm giving him a directive order which allows me to roll tactics to assist him like tell him to go do this basically so he can have an assistance of to go attack this up. thing yes hmm yeah that's yeah hmm. so excited I'm Are you using your sword again on this thing? Oh God, yes, of course I am. See, hey. yeah, Harry backs up a little bit. He's like, Master Sergeant, the time's now. Show, show me what you could do with that thing. Sick balls. <laughs> Perfect. Sick balls. So let me roll my tactics test. It's your battle I'll... charge. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna. Take I know it's gonna be like this. Boop. Let's put move you guys over here. We got a little map going on. You have to zoom out. But I've moved you to where you're at. We'll say approximately on that map. Sick balls. <laughs> you uh, mm -hmm. you get two extra successes on your Ooh. attack from from Lieutenant Colonel. I love it. You know what I think I'll do? I think I'm going to spend two momentum to invoke my army of one talent. So as he's about to draw the blade, the eyes start going red. His front two canine teeth kind of elongate a little bit. And he just goes crazy. He's going to give himself the piercing quality on this attack. Of course. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, I guess I'll do that. I mean, build knights to knock them out. That's what I'm going to do. All right, so with my first attack, I get three dice. And I'll be three successes. So you're running at him with the sword, is that correct? Just charging straight at it. Five, Five successes, successes, actually. All right, hey, that's a hit. He can try to stop it, but I'm. But if I do, that's my turn, right? My no. Uh, in, mele in melee. Oh, melee. Okay. In melee, it's melee against melee. But if you say a surprise round, he may not get that opportunity. Oh yeah, I did say this was a surprise round. I did. That's fine. Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'll do that. And 
I'm going to be greedy. I'm going to put all four of those bonus successes into the damage. Yes. Well, if you remember, these things can take a hell of I, a beating. I know they can. They can take they got so good armor. much. Yep, good armor. They have really good armor and a lot of stress. I know that they do. <laughs> Just reminding you, it's been a while since you faced one of these. I'm going to do damage. 15 damage with armor piercing 4. Armor piercing 4? <laughs> armor piercing 4 and 15 damage. And also 4 stun. What? Just all right. So I gotta roll resilience. Let me roll my. Or wait, do I have to roll it, or it's just whatever my resilience is? Depends on it's your resilience. Yeah. He, has four, he has a four resilience. Okay, he's so he's not stunned. Okay, so you're gonna eat through some of his armor, and some of his armor will stop what you're doing, because he has a lot of armor. So uh, was, actually, Matt, um, yes, could you roll your um, your defense against? Uh, because it's automatic it's an automatic defense right like he, he just does it right with what sorry so like with jeremy's attack like you you actually are you not doing it because it's an ambush or you're not doing it because i'm not doing because it's an ambush i gave you guys okay, a surprise okay. so round so i'm not gonna never roll mind. it never mind so I'm, I'm letting you get like basically this will be your free attack like we're gonna go to initiative after mm. this because he's now given up that you guys are there but this was like your one free thing that you got to do is that cool that's mm -hmm. great. I should right. probably roll my uh, will, <laughs> my willpower. Your psycho. I mean, look, just because it's a berserker blade, you know, I I happen to be I have a focus in discipline. It's fine. Be okay. I had this thing ready on the map for you. This thing's not in the in the event for people at home watching this later. This is not the adventure. I just know how resilient these guys are, and I want to spice things up, and as a nice little callback. So that's why it's in here. You can also out. spice up your adventure with really hard robo-Nazi enemies. You should. You always should. <laughs> yeah, I'll get two successes on that, actually. Is it just one for the... Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, he is going berserk, but, like, it's in a focused kind of rage sort of thing. He is just going for the robo-balls, not the teammates. The robo-balls? <laughs> okay. Good, good dog. Sick balls. All right, so all of a sudden, you just run up behind this thing, charge of the sword, bang, you hit it, and it's back. And you can feel the blade. You find, like, a opening, a gap in its armor, and you just push it in there and pull it back out. And all of a sudden, it turns around and looks at you and just raises its axe. And the two infantry spin around. And also, the other part of they don't like it up is when you do hit, you get to knock them down. Oh my god. So knock this <clears throat> massive thing off its feet. Really? Yep. Okay, I'm just Although I'm I just reading it's it. probably reasonable GM fiat for something this big. He is scale one. So that like that's big. Yeah. Um just a heads up. Like this is this is it's huge. Size of a car. Yeah. I'm gonna I think it's fair to say no. Okay. I was like, I don't want to be that GM, but I don't know if you would knock him down with that. That's fair. I get it. But you did hurt him really bad. I'm so excited. <clears throat> okay. Okay. So. Our turn, right? It is your turn. We're in initiative. It's your turn. What do you guys want to do? So, technically, uh, Morris could go again. If or, you want to. Or... If it be, if I don't want to be selfish, but if I could jump in here really yes, quickly, yes, yes, 
I will, I will, uh, two things. I will give, um, I'll give, uh, Major Hammer minor action. Uh, Sergeant Moore shall whisper, the balls are not fully sicked. Continue. <laughs> and I will roll, uh, I will roll my tactics again. I'll do the same thing I did last time. Balls the... are not fully sicked. This is American lingo. I'm trying to, you know, see with him. All right. Um, all right. So this is the focus. Oh my <gasps> goodness gracious! You did get oh, a critical <laughs> success, but two. Are you giving me threats? Seeing that we're already in a complication. We're already in a complication. Take the threat. Yes. Oh um, thank man. You. Thank you. But you get two more successes. Okay. And if it's on the ground, is it easier? No, it's not on the ground. Excuse me. Ask the stupid question. Used to asking it for other reasons. All right. So I'll do that. So this is well, your free action on my turn. I you love it. it. Yes. Oh my god. So and you'll good. get another one in a second. <laughs> and I'll I'll spend the. Um... Yeah, no, I'll spend the uh, I'll spend two momentum to make it a uh, piercing attack. That is a good idea. So I just get the one hit, but it'd be three successes. I can try to avoid this. Yep. So it'd be three because oh. he gave me two. Okay, you get it. Okay. However, I would like this is actually going to trigger one of my other abilities. Oh, cause this uh, is why you want me to reroll earlier. Yes, that's why. Uh, so whenever <laughs> you fail a difficulty three test, which would that that's what that would have been because you had three successes, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. I can burn two momentum to introduce a truth that will give us a tactical advantage. Oh, what? This is... Yes, this is uh, opportunist. It is my reaction. When an enemy suffers a complication or fails a skill test with a difficulty three or high, I can spend two momentum to immediately create a truth which must represent a tactical advantage which lasts until the end of the action scene. Okay. Um, I'm open to uh, suggestions on this, but I was... Breached armor. Yes. <laughs> From the that first sound. from the first attack, absolutely. Yep. He's yep. made like a whole so, beautiful. I will reduce his armor. How about that? Does that work? Yeah, it's fine with me. Yes, delightful. There you go, sir. Thanks. He spent two. I add two. Yeah, you can add the extra if you want to damage. If not, I can add it back to the momentum, but. That's true. I probably will just spend it on the damage. Who am I kidding? Yeah, so we're only at one then. Okay, that's what I'll do. Good times. So, 14 damage. Oh. Four armor piercing. Pier four armor piercing. Four? Mm. Four armor piercing and 14 damage. I love this Berserker Blade so much. I know, I know. You've been... <laughs> You've been reunited. All right, you're going to cause an injury. Reunited. It feels so good. He's going to get an injury on that one. Hmm. Nice. Hmm. I what mean, injury should we give him? Where are, you, where are you going for? So the initial one is like a running, leaping stab, and then it kind of comes up. I'm going to stab from below and crank up. I'm going to crank the robo balls. Just going in, right? <laughs> you're going to sick the robo balls? 
I mean, we said that we, we pierced the armor on the initial downward slice. Now it's stabbing in, rending upwards. Right. Like, we kind of just the between the legs. Now we are going... Like, I'm trying to... I'm ruining his mobility. Like, if we want to be a little less... Okay, so fast. mobility. All right, so I'm going to reduce his mobility. I'll mo reduce his movement, yeah. okay? You know, puncture, so robotaint, whatever you want to call his, it. His movement is halved now because of this. So he's, he's spewing oil and blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Robo taint. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, my turn? Actually, because of my decisive plan, we're going to go ahead and keep the momentum without spending, or keep the, the initiative without spending momentum. Right. And Mr. Morris can now actually take his proper turn, because that was just on my turn. <laughs> oh, so, no. Third time's the charm, Mr. Morris. All right. <laughs> And you roll for the blade at the end of the round, or every time you... Yeah, end of the round, right? To keep I control? Think, I think yep. it is a round yeah, thing. Round. Yep. All right. Um, I'll save that one momentum for... This thing was a big threat the first time we faced it. It's still a you're, big threat. You're wrecking it this time. All right. Yeah, we'll save the momentum. Nice. You know what? I might actually take some of that extra momentum and spend to... And at this point, since he's done the army of one thing three times, like, Sergeant Morris probably is looking borderline full monstrous as the, <laughs> the vampire blood is just really coming into effect. Just the skin gets paler and paler every time he does it. And, uh, God, that's just delightful. Just wonderful. Of course, he gets to try to block it, right? Yes. He does. That's going to be difficult. Maybe I'll spend some threat. I am sitting on a lot of threat right now. You should. But I need four successes, right? You do you need four. Well, okay, so you hit. Okay. What? Uh, roll your damage. Okay, so I'll, I'll spend two of the momentum towards uh, uh, making it piercing, and then yep. one. Basically, I'll just get us right back to one. Mmm. Mmm. Uh, not the best damage. How no, much of no, it's piercing? Two. two. So nine damage, two piercing. Okay. And his reduced armor. Yeah, no, I'm taking that into account. Mm. Okay. If needs be, like, I'll spend a fortune point to re-roll some he of those. He did take more than five damage on this attack but I'm gonna he has an ability where the GM can spend threat tough one I can spend three mm. fit, uh, threat to ignore an injury infl inflicted so I'm gonna spend a bunch of my threat right now and I'm gonna ignore that injury so you did hurt him you damaged him you took a dent out okay. of stress but I am not gonna take an injury from that attack this time around so if I spend a fortune point I can re-roll as many dice as I want to yes I'm gonna do that you can click specifically the ones you want to re-roll. Well, yeah. I'm just going to click all the ones that rolled nothing. Okay. And I'm going to re-roll. So now <laughs> it's uh, now it's actually 16 damage oh with four on the piercing. Okay. I am still spending the threat to stop the injury, but you That's really, fair. You really hurt him. <laughs> you he is he has taken a lot of stress on this attack, but I'm spending the threat not to take an injury. Because normally you would have inflicted, like, two at this point with that attack. 
Uh, so it's 14 damage, two piercings. Uh, 16, 16 and four piercing. Okay. All right. He is now it's your turn. <laughs> He's really hurt. Oh, you can so go cheap. now. Very disappointed in you, Mr. 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 Morse. So now Very it's now it's my turn, you said? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. He's going to raise that big trench hatchet, and he's going to try to bring it down on Morse's head. After all of the shit he's done <laughs> to him. I'm going to spend a lot of threat here, because I want to try to actually do something. That's fair. Three successes. Mm. You can roll to avoid. Okay. While you're fighting. I'll give that a try. Oh. Okay, so it hits. You know, it's only fair... You hit one time. To hit it's, once. It's, it's, spending, I'm going to spending, like, I, you have no idea how much threat I've been sp- sitting on, and I'm spending all of it right now to try and just even and scratch, probably, scratch Jeremy. Oh, should I do it? Should I spend more to get more dice? Do it. Go all out. Do it. Have some fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's 11 dice, and I rolled eight damage on you. Uh, so I'm assuming eight damage does nothing, and uh, your it's a stun of three, and uh, your resilience is higher than three. Is it? My not? resilience is higher than three, and with the eight damage, for just a brief moment, Sergeant Morris is pushed down to one knee. <laughs> he gets back up. <laughs> All right, it's your turn. Go, um, Harry. If that's okay, since he's got a free minor action, will use his free minor action to run up to. Hold on. And no guns have been fired yet. So the the minor action you got from Archibald, you would have used like immediately. So technically, you would have if you wanted oh. to move. Remember? Oh, and because I go ahead and I'll do something else. That so I he would have do. moved up there, and he will strike out with his combat knife. And if it's okay, I'm going to use that point of momentum. Yep. I'm not so good at this. One success. One success, and he gets to roll to resist. This is just a standard German infantry fighting. One success. You hit. Okay. Six damage. Seven damage. It's vicious one. It's vicious. So. Okay. Mm, uh. You're gonna cause an injury though. It's more than five damage in a hit. Yep. Okay. He only has one injury. So. I, so it's it's not all the stress, but you've managed to cause an injury. So how are you gonna kill him? So I think. I think Harry's running up on him in the shadows, and he's turned to look at Sergeant Morris, this this madman with this giant flamberge sword hacking to pieces one of these knockwolf super commandos. And Harry just comes up, puts his hand quickly over his mouth, and just shoves the knife into his heart. Little twist, pull it out, drop him. All right, my turn. You guys have been so quiet. Until now. Alright, one of the Germans is going to open fire. 
on Morris and miss, but he is the closest target, so he's going to open fire. He's going to move up to close quarters combat, which is about there, we'll say. And he's going to fire at you with his MP40. And miss spectacularly. Just so all of a sudden, automatic fire goes off and it rings out and echoes in this cave. But he misses you, Morris, because he's just kind of just... He sees you, he looks over at you, and you look at him, and you got the, the, <laughs> the, the fangs, you, yes, you cackle at him, and he misses even at that close a range. Uh, back I'm, to ass you. I'm assuming Lily hears the gunfire now? Yeah. Yes, so Lily, Lily hear was trained on the uh, officer the whole entire time. She was waiting for them to either fuck up or him to like give actual directive orders. Okay. And so the second she hears the gunshot, right to the head do you want to do it okay if you do head i'm gonna make it more difficult if you want to just shoot him it'll just be a standard roll uh i mean he's probably gonna die so i'll just shoot him okay that's fine. okay yeah yeah you're, you're at extreme range so just roll it straight roll all you need yeah, is the I'll one spin success. the momentum and then um i'm aiming so i get the extra dice okay. for free and gives an extra piercing to the gun uh, look at his stats <sighs> lieutenant ernest danzig Ernst Danzig. Let's see his stats. Oh, my All right. God. So, oh, my God. This is going to hurt a little. Hmm. Let me put but it his back truth is, one. he's a father to his men. How could you do this to him? Oh, it's easy. No. Four, four successes with a sniper <laughs> rifle. That's a okay. Oh, no effects, nine. I got no effects. Yeah. Actually Straight bad. nine damage? You could spend a fortune point to reroll. Yeah. The I guess I will. Since this is a pretty... I will say this. So we're going to end like after this round. And we'll be back next week to pick up this combat. Um, but we're really close to the end of this chapter. So keep okay. that in mind with Fortune. Save some for next week. It. But if you want to spend one tonight, go one, for it. Two, three, four, five, six. Okay, that's better. So it's eight armor piercing. Oh, and then there's some additional things that are on this weapon. So it has the quality backlash, which means he takes stress equal to four, mental or physical, up to you. Okay. And that goes to me as the attacker. You take the stress. Yes. From the shot of the fire, the gun. I, I'm going to say f mental. Because when you, you fire, I'm going to say you get a glimpse of the big stormtrooper, the, the Noctwolf stormtrooper over there, and you're going to take some mental stress okay and then it also has persistent which means he suffers four stress at the start of his turn he's not going to survive so how did you kill this guy all of a it's like the what's the uh um what's that movie called where the guy uses like the air thing no country, no for, old country men. for old yeah. men yeah yeah it's like that you just see right between his eyes just like a th air just and, and there's a, no sound. It just all then, of a sudden he falls. Yes. Just blood all splatters all over the, the canvas on the truck. And he falls. And the men start looking around in panic. You can see the two Black Sun troopers <laughs> who are up high. They've got their gun raised. They're looking everywhere. Uh, they heard the MP40. They're looking in that direction. The other one's looking in your direction. But you let off no shot. There was no sound. Um, I think we're just left with Roger to act. And then we'll call it for this week. So what what I'll do is um, there's that that pillar that's just right there. Um, I'll move up. Um, that one. 
that that specific one. Okay. So, oh, I'm taking the commander with me. <laughs> Anyways, Ooh. move. I'm gonna move up. Put to... me down, Mabel. <laughs> <laughs> Mabel. So, um, yeah. So I'm just gonna go up behind the um, the column here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start uh, prepping four spells from there. For sure, but that's all I can do. You're gonna start prepping spells? Okay. I'm not gonna have the rest of my guys act until next round because they were just tipped off that this is going on here, and mm -hmm. I think it's only fair that they now enter next round instead of having them all shoot at you all at once. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna leave off there. We're gonna turn next week. It's gonna be a combat session, as you can tell. We've got like 20 plus guys in this room, but should be good. I I promised you we get into the strange, we get into the weird faster in this one than we did on in shadows. And it's, it's here. We're already getting some elder creatures and such and weird things going on down in this pit. So we're back next week, Thursday, the next part. So let's do the round table and talk about what everybody's going on. Jeremy, tell me about this Patreon, please. Yeah, Aaron Reese on Patreon. You've got comic books, maps, tokens, some RPG assets. It's pretty cool. Check it out. Check it out. I'll drop the link as soon as I find it. <laughs> uh, Megan. What did you play? You played some board games yesterday. What did you play? Did I played Jaws again because it's awesome, and I wanted to play the shark. Yep. Did you um, play the shark? I did. I lost, but it was close. I uh, I took some. I took some blood. Or star made made my uh, made made the players bleed their own blood. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Bleed their own blood as opposed to bleeding somebody else's blood. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Aaron, what do you got going on for games between now and next Thursday? Uh, next week's actually pretty light. Um, Garblag on Tuesday has Coriolis with Millie, I believe. Then Wednesday, I will be playing um, in Garblag Games' um, Soulbound, uh, Age of Sigmar um, campaign. Uh, That's going to be run by Dan. That'll be at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then Thursday, Lewis is going to be back running more of the One Ring on Garblag Games. Sadly, I have to work and I cannot join them for that kind of fun. But I'll be back here next Thursday night to, you know, cause havoc uh, and pot push some Nazis. Nice. Next Thursday is not Thanksgiving for you guys, is it? No. 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 Following Thursday. Uh, Jeff, what's going on in the Lollygaggers? Yeah, man. Tomorrow we are playing some Mothership. We are continuing our gradient descent, maybe finishing. I don't know. We're not sure uh, as we're kind of at a weird stage where it could end. Uh, then on Saturday, we are uh, we are playing One Ring. Uh, so we're continuing our, our One Ring second edition campaign. Monday, uh, Matt and Jeremy uh, are, are going to be over on the channel as we're going to be starting up Call of Cthulhu, Horror on the, Horror on the Orient yes. Express. Just character creation. We I have... We have we have 15 years to look forward to of horror on the Orange Express content <laughs> over on the Twitch.tv. And then, and then on Tuesday, we're going to be doing some Haunted West as our buddy Steven is actually running that game. And I'm just sitting around as a player, uh, but it's a lot of fun. Awesome. And Evan, anything? Nothing. 
I ask just in case. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to Modifius for providing this preview adventure that we're running. Thank you to them for the awesome prizes. Congratulations to Bert on winning the uh, missions uh, dossier. And starting next week, we're giving away physical prizes. So make sure you're here live with us Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Central Center time. To start winning some real books you can hold in your hands. Have a great week, everybody, and we will see you next week, Thursday.